Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. I am joined by the usual cast of characters and a very special guest, first of all, the sometimes ruinator, always contrarian, the keeper of the inner sanctum, the numbers guy, and uh, we're paying him $25,000 to be a hooligan. Keith of Keith's Comics, Keith, how are you? I get to be the hooligan? He gets the girls. Not like the, he gets the girls. Not, not, like the, <laughs> not like the creepy old German guy. But <laughs> he gets the girls, the dolls. <laughs> and uh, this is episode one eighty-seven. So it's gonna be one eighty-seven at Keith's Comics. Yep. Keith, we need to talk after the show. Um, and of course, the man who's always wrong with holes in several of his collections, the pictures guy, the clown prince of collecting, the dirty old geek, and uh, we're paying him ten thousand dollars to be a box man. Because it was the dirtiest thing I could think of coming out of that movie. Uh, Brian needs one. Brian, how are you? You're a hooligan. Oh, I'm a hooligan. He's the mastermind. He's a. You're the evil genius. He's a creepy. creepy <laughs> Actually, I should have called you Doc Riedenschneider. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. Doc Riedenschneider. All right. Well, our very special guest, our returning champion and notorious intergalactic bounty hunter, Doctor Rich needs one. Doctor Rich, how are you? I am outstanding. Thanks you for having me a, back. Intergalactic bounty hunter. I do. He's been, he's been he's a notorious been intergalactic Hell, bounty hunter yeah. since the start. That is so cool. Yes. Because he's a, he's like our Star Wars guy. So you yeah, don't I listen don't, to intros ever. I don't. I he don't listen to the podcast ever, dude. <laughs> That's true. I don't. What? Exactly. Okay. I'm, of course, the um, long-suffering world's oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy. My name is Lance, and this podcast is only a left-handed form of human endeavor. Oh, I was going to do that. that was and welcome to another issue! He is a thief. Uh, Brian, you've bothered me enough, you big banana head. <laughs> so oh, could you get on with Marilyn the now. Whoa. Well, who was in that movie? <laughs> she was. Uh, we'll talk later. Um, actually, no real news that I can recall <laughs> in the world uh, as far as comic books nothing go. Nothing happened this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing really oh. You know what, there's, uh, the trailer had dropped last week with uh, X-Men 97, and they're still... Now they're, now we're getting the parsing. Yes. You know, frame by frame. Uh, and the, and the controversies that are coming up, and, uh... Who is Jean Grey pregnant with? Is it, is it Rachel, or is it Nathan? And Wolverine's gay. They're gonna make Wolverine gay in this, I don't know. I, that's what people are saying. Who's saying that? I, it's on the internet. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I don't. He's Canadian. It's different. Oh, there For them, the, there goes the Canadian <laughs> listener. Oh, two of them. That's why I don't I, eat back bacon. I just started a war with Canada. Yay! It's amazing. It hasn't even come out yet, and there's already controversy. I know. There's a ton of controversy, and you know what? I. I I didn't really watch the cartoon. I they said that it was the most comic accurate cartoon. There was I remember watching a couple episodes. It was there was some good shit in there, and it was it was like Spider Man ninety whatever. They they brought in you know the all the stuff that was happening at the time in the comics or whatever. Yeah. But Earth's Majesty's Heroes Avengers brought in all the storylines. Yeah, and what yeah, Spider Man yeah. ninety whatever was was actually yeah. I started watching. That was actually pretty good. Um. And wasn't that like, the one? Wait, wasn't that the one that the the p- 
people writing it had never read Spider-Man. So they were kind of given synopsis of the characters and the writers were writing if the they episodes. did they did a good job because yeah. then they eventually brought in like Nick Fury and Daredevil yes, and Captain America. They were America not and... Spider-Man fans, they were not readers, they were writers in Hollywood. Oh, so they well had read the synopsis of things and 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 then created these stories, which is why people say they were so good. All that, I know is uh, that was on a podcast or a doc, like a like a documentary because I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, and Martin Landau like, was, the, and a they did a very so. good they did a very good job of it. It was incredibly yeah. popular. Yes, uh, and they they credit it to the fact that they didn't read it. Um, so uh, that's that's kind of the that's really it. No uh, deaths, no nothing. Well, I got a couple deaths. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, the first one I think is going to hit us hard. Um, and that is, uh, Tony Ganios. Meat from Porky's. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah. The death of meat. We're in a meatless world now, kids. <laughs> We're all vegetarians. Uh, the bigger one for us, I think, and uh, sadly, um, is. Oh Lord! Yes, this I have grenade. Wow. <laughs> Where'd it go, Keith? <laughs> oh Lord! Brian was actually being like solemn with regards to the, like denouncing the death of somebody, and then of course you. I had to so. bring the Lord into it. What do you want? Uh, Ramona Frayden. Ninety-seven years old. She just retired. Just retired. That's she why just she died. Retired. I because know. she should never have retired. Uh, she just did a alternate cover for Birds of Prey. He's, she got two or three of them coming yeah. out in the future. Yeah. Correct That's me if I'm amazing. wrong. The initial artist in the introduction of Metamorpho. Yes. I was going to say. Uh, also big Plastic Man and Super Friends. So, uh, sadly... One of the, in, I mean, like, literally one of the only female artists coming up, like, in the 50s and 60s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were a few, she was but a, Marie she, was, she was, like, the she was, she was an yes. innovator. Did you guys, did any of you guys ever meet her at a con? No. I did not. I don't think, did she do shows? I don't think so. I was going to say, it sounds like she just, people would write into her and she would just do little sketches for them and stuff. Yeah. For them. It's just, yeah. she seemed like a very, a very neat lady. And I love her art, and yeah. it's it's at ninety seven. It was the, the, it better was, than what most people can yeah, do. Better than I could draw. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. her her covers are pretty cool. Uh, I really enjoyed them. Um, so uh, sadly, we we say goodbye to Ramona. Moment of silence. All right, and continuing in our series of getting to know the geeks, we got Doctor Richard on this one, Brian. I. I hope you you pulled this year out of a hat. He pulled out of somewhere, and it's not a hat. No, this was uh, well thought out. Okay. <laughs> like everything else. Does. Because uh, cards on the table, I am not a fan of music made after the year 1999. Um, no, I will not say that. I probably haven't listened to much music after 1999. So anyways. Oh, 1995. Gentlemen, so. with 15 minutes on the timer, because I don't know if we're gonna get, we're gonna be able to do 20 on this. Um, what are your top three favorite songs from the year of our Lord, 2008? 
and go. Okay, so number three for me, I am going to Lance. Oh, so uh, he's got at least though four. Though I cannot Holy think. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my I God. I cannot think of the name of the girl who sings the song. You guys will know it. Well, Rich, <laughs> Rich might know it. Uh, I think it's Fiona Lewis. Okay. Bleeding Love. I believe this. Yeah. Is. It's uh, Bleeding Love. How's that go? Bleeding Love! Bleeding, Bleeding Love! Wow. I'm Bleeding Love! How did I miss that Leona one? Lewis. Yeah, Leona Lewis. Okay. Well, uh, and the other is um, one of my all-time favorites ever in life. Uh, the great and honorable Britney Spears. Oh, God. And Womanizer. Yeah, that's why I picked this one. Because there's like a big Britney Spears here, is you it? You got Britney Spears, you got Jessica Simpson, you got... You got... I, there's no Jessica Simpson on my list. No, and Mariah Carey, it's like Gear to Woman. And then T-Pain took I everything. I will say, Little Wayne and there T-Pain. is no testosterone on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm about to well, say. You know what, there could be. And I may go, I may I may lance the next one, too. Oh, my God. But is... I will tell you, the number one is the number one. Number one. The well, number that's, one. That's how that usually the works. Number one. <laughs> so number Brian is selfishly gone first as usual, Doc. Uh, yeah. You, ignore, you being our guest, you get to go guess. number two. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, you go number two now. I'm, I'm, I get to go number two. <laughs> All um, <laughs> so when I uh, I was a late, a little bit more of a late bloomer when I started like collecting music, and uh, and so I was in college and then met right into medical school. And so if I bought an album, I had to like the whole album. So in essence, I'm kind of Dr. Riching this. In that, I chose uh, three albums. And three I albums each... from 2008? There yes. were three albums that you like. Yes. Pretty and much everything actually, uh, oh this God. first one, I didn't really uh, listen to in 2008. I uh, listened to after, after I got into, uh, started listening to country music. And the first one was um, the uh, first album by Lady Antebellum, titled Lady Antebellum. And the, the main track on that that I would say that I liked uh, the most is track five, and that's I Run To You. But they had, a, it, yeah. it was a great first album. And I ran. No, that's not. I ran no. so far that, away. That actually is not the, the way what? that it goes. Um, but they have a number of great tracks, Come on, uh, such as uh, "Love Don't do Live that. Here." And no, that's a great album. Looking for a good time. That is it. That is. If a you're going to listen to the album, the first half of the album is, I think, a little bit more punchier. But the, you can listen from uh, track one all the way through track eleven, or just listen to the hits. And or you could just listen to the hits. But that "I Run to You" is my uh, third one. And I ran. I don't think no. I've ever heard that song. So. Have you? Have you? After we're yes, done with this 15 minutes, I'm playing all yeah, three you of have. my songs the for you. Three songs that have been mentioned so far? No clue. I've heard Womanizer. I've... Nope. Okay. You, well, I'm sure this could continue that. that. Fine, fine. What the fuck's that? Um, my number three is uh, Pink's So What? Off the uh, Funhouse yeah. album. Yeah. Great album. I, so yeah. What? I'm still a rock star. I got my rock moves, and I—that's almost. That's almost it. Yeah, <laughs> we will not be caught by any sort of Shazam. But <laughs> and I'm, sure, I'm sure that's why he's doing it, so we don't have to pay royalties. I don't want Pink coming to my store going, "I want my money, bitch." 
because she scares me. Well, she the scares freak, me a little bit. The free bit. publicity that you yeah. just gave Pink oh, yeah. is She scares me a little so bit. She's very it, talented. It, it offsets. She looks like she, she cut a bit. Absolutely Any... one of the best live performers I've ever yes. seen. Oh, uh, that was my daughter's first concert. I took her. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she's amazing. amazing. Dave Grohl did a tribute concert for uh, Taylor Hawkins. Yes. Yes. Pink sang Barracuda with Nancy Wilson playing guitar oh, on wow. it. Fuck me, dude. Have you seen her sing Bohemian Rhapsody? No, I haven't. In the, in the tights that Freddie wore? Now I need to look at yes, this. Yes, she did it live. Oh, man. It was part yeah, of her live I, I will find that. Yeah. All right. Um, if I haven't told you this lately, Brian, I hate you. Um... Yes, I had to dig. I had yeah, to I dig deep for this one. I was today. really trying to avoid re-releases and greatest hits albums and all this other stuff. However, I, can't, I this year in particular, me being a prog rock guy, I was not into this band until they put this greatest hits record out, and that is Dream Theater, and I am talking about their compilation album. Greatest hit and twenty one other pretty cool songs. Dream Theater. Pull I, me under. I brought. I bought it for Pull Me Under just so I could have it. I own the, the disc. However, when I listen to the entire thing, they have a song called uh, "The Test That Stumped Them All," which was the one that I went. Okay, yeah, these guys are fucking the real deal here. It's 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 a rush style. It's done in suites. It's about mental illness. It's fucking. Mind-boggling. Oh, okay. I'll check that one out. What's your number two, Dr. Rich? Actually, we, if we're going in order... No, we got... no, we're, we're skip over him. Fuck and... you. Uh, so my uh, number two is, is going to... Uh, is it going to be a Lance again? I did not Lance it. Okay. I decided not to Lance it just because I didn't know if you were going to go with this one song. Even though you said you weren't, I didn't want to take it I from lie you. I lie a lot. I know that you're not going for this one. But it is, uh, again... Going to my Britney Spears well, the deep well that she is. She's not well at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, one of my all-time favorites of hers, uh, which is Piece of Me. So that would be my number two. Hmm. You want a piece of me? Yeah, that's what she's saying. You want a piece of her? Because they're going to show her dare. Of course you did. Sorry, but the... <laughs> so my number two is... I'm Dr. Riching again, and I actually started listening to this, and it's another country album, uh, and it is uh, Zach Brown Band's The Foundation. Chicken Fry! Which, Fuck you. It, uh, <laughs> it was... Um, <laughs> It was their Dr. first... Dr. Rich, the, the middle finger does not come across on the audio, just so you that, know. That's I, 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 he's I a doctor, I don't want sake. He's people, got to seem responsible. I, I don't want people to think He can steal that, someone's pick, but he can't yeah, I don't flip them off. I don't want people to think I'm crude. Um, but it is from uh, um, the, uh, the album The Foundation, which was their first major label um, release. And uh, for me, a lot of great songs. Toes... Um, oh, Highway yeah. 20 Ride. I like Sick uh, Chicken. And, um, but for me, it's Chicken Fried. And chicken if you fried. listen to this song. That was my number one, bitch. Oh, That's well, okay. you know what? It's my number two. So you're probably like, oh my gosh, what's your number one now? If that... And um, <laughs> probably something that sucks. Chicken Fried, if you listen to it, it is just a, just 
it just makes Cold you want to chill, have a great time. Good it's a slice of America. Good, it, it is. Like, it's awesome. And it has it has a very good line about America in there too. Oh, and what's the what's that line? You tell me. You're the one that made. Honestly, I I would. Oh, you I, fucking commie prick. I am. But <laughs> but you're right. You I, you just like fried chicken. That's all it is. Oh, and having some having some cold beers and and a uh, pair of jeans that fit just right. Just right. And the oh, radio on. God, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, is that the one that they're using in the like the? It's a, one of my fucking ringtones. <laughs> is that the one that they're using in like the Applebee's? Ads like literally it it cites Applebee's like going to Applebee's and having no no that's a different that's that's a different song that's a different song well when When you talk when you talk about that is the ringtone I can't wait when the president calls that's like I can't wait to hear all of them any president we're just layering chicken fry we're layering listen to it I'm gonna be so I've been putting together a playlist out of all of our picks and I'm going to be because I there's there's a bunch of songs here that I have never heard before. So maybe I'll I'll turn around my opinion He'll of Chicken Pride. Two thousand and eight. Actually, or a lot of his songs, "Toes on the Toes on the Beach." That toes. It's is good. very very oh. much like uh, Jimmy Buffett. Yes, so yes. Got yeah. oh, that vibe. I love that. one, I know man. you don't love that, but <laughs> no, but it's Chicken Fried ele- is it's an elevated. <laughs> but a Southern Chicken Fried, and Jimmy that was their Buffett. first. That was their first. It's toes on the beach. Very... His ass in the sand. Yep. There's a lot of a lot of very and they're great musicians. They actually beer on the yeah. table and his dick in his hand. What's your number three? <laughs> your number two? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna go with one no one's gonna pick, but I really BB um, King came out with that album that year, and my love is down is my favorite cut out of that album. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I got a little blues in me. Whoa. Man, especially if someone steals my fucking pants. I have not here. heard that song. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, putting uh, Polos well, is putting put together. Okay. What's your number two? Cool. Uh, well, let's put it this way. My number one and two. I'm going to Doctor Rich this one <gasps> because my favorite band that came out in the 21st century put out my favorite record in the year 2008. I am literally wearing the t-shirt right now. I am talking about Austin's The Sword. Not The Sword. Not The Sword. Sword? The Sword is the British version of that, and they had another album back in the 80s or whatever. However, um, they put out the album Gods of the Earth, and uh, I literally tripped over them going looking for something to listen to on YouTube. Uh, They are a cross between Black Sabbath and Slayer and ZZ Top and... They are unbelievable. Uh, Gods of the Earth features three of my favorite songs by them, which is How Heavy This Axe, Fire Lances of the Ancient Hyper Zephyrians, and based off of... That's and, a catchy tune. I can, this comes right off the top. And uh, based <laughs> off of... And, and then little did I know I would be reading all of the Game of Thrones books like a year later. Uh, they have a song called Maiden Mother and Crone, and these oh, guys, nice. the lyrics were all like... Dio, like you know, Conan the Barbarian, and uh, oh, you know okay. all the, the the old fantasy stuff and stuff like that. Um, they are absolutely my favorite stuff band. That to is play D and D by. Yes, yeah, stuff to play D and D by. They are my favorite band that is was formed and came out this century, and that takes care of my one and two because I got nothing else. Wow, I'm really excited to uh, to listen to them. All right, well, I'll put I'll put three of their tracks on. I am I am going to say because uh, you mentioned it. Slayers Show No Mercy is 40 years old. It's the 40th anniversary. I met Slayer on that tour. 
shook their hands, went and saw him at a club. Chemical warfare, unbelievable. It was fucking crazy. How did you? How did you get to meet him? Were you just? Did you get like a VIP? They were at a restaurant. They were cruising for young teenage boys. No, they were at a record signing. In the eighties, they used to do record signings. Okay, so you could meet bands that way. Uh, they would be at the record store, and you would go in, and Slayer was there. Okay. It was cool. Um, number that, one for records me. records were actually a thing. Oh, they're back, but yeah. Go. Are they? Yeah, records are back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the record store signings are. but um, No. So, uh, because we're all picking something country. Something country. <laughs> My number one is... Uh, the great Miranda Lambert's Gunpowder and Lead. Oh, that's a, that's a good tune. Which yeah, is just uh, released in January of 08. Yeah. It's it, a good uh, song title. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is. I must have missed it. If you're going to listen, if you ever oh, listen to never any heard country, it? listen to Miranda. No, Lambert. I must have missed it on the list. She is. <laughs> she is I went by her, monthly. She is very, very good. The like, whole song is just about uh, a guy who had beat her up and gone to jail. He was getting out. And so she was sitting down in a, in a chair, waiting at the front door for him to walk in. She had a six-pack, a pack of cigarettes, and a rifle. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's so, an American love song. So that was featured on Sesame Street. Right? Yes. yes. That was... Uh, Big Bird. Yeah. It was about the time that Katy Perry was not allowed on. Though there is a great gif of her uh, in the Elmo shirt. Mm. I can only imagine that. My number one is uh, actually from, and again, I'm going uh, with album again, and I love this album from from uh, first to last track. Uh, and I actually did listen to um, this album when it came out, uh, thought it was great. Although I got to say, there are a lot of people that seem to shit on this band. But it is uh, Nickelback, and it is Dark Horse. I just shit on them this morning. Did you really? I did. Yeah, and you know what? I think that it is the the album is it's high intensity, it's hard hitting, um, stadium rock, and it's a little it's a quite a bit uh, carnal. I love Nickelback. Yeah, and uh, like I, give them a shot if you. Uh, you know what? I have I I didn't they have one song that got yes fairly popular or whatever. Yes. Yeah. I remember hearing that saying these guys are, and then and then all of a sudden it was just I don't know where this hate came from. Yeah, it, it, listen to Dark Horse. Okay, and um, it is and a, a number of great tracks. There's a couple rock stars. Got to be somebody. This afternoon is more country, kind of whimsical if you're going to, but still a good tune. But uh, something in your mouth, very good. Uh, so yeah, great tracks. From the beginning, I can't believe you've heard. Have you listened to Dark Horse? This is right up your alley. I've uh, I've probably listened to it. I've listened to a few uh, yeah. Nickelback albums. It's been a while. Uh, oh shit! Chad Kroger and Santana. Santana. Satan. Chad Kroger and Satan. Uh, Santana had a hit. I think it was like number ninety-eight or ninety-seven that year. Oh. That. Uh, San, Satan, Satan, Santana, 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 Hellstrom and Santana. Did my favorite album with the guys who all the different singers. All right, he did Rob Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're so good. Pretty sure I know that song you're talking about. Dance on into the night. Yeah, that's the one. And your, we know your number one is chicken fried. So I want to hear more about chicken fried. No, my my. He needs a little chicken fried. Go beer on a Friday night. Pair of jeans that fit just right. 
Grandmother's They're using that in an ad somewhere. I've heard that song. Oh, yes. Get mother's love and everything. Um, uh, okay, I guess my substitute would be "All Summer Long" by Kid Rock. That's the one that I did not want to. Yeah, uh, you don't want to admit that you like it. <laughs> no, I didn't lance it because uh, I love that song. That's one of Kid yeah, Rock's yeah. best. He doesn't, doesn't have a lot I love, but uh, that's one that's it's a catchy jingle. It's a, it is. It's got a little uh, little country. Steel, you know rip, what? It, it brings you from, right uh, fucking back to being a teenager. Yeah. Uh, though it sounds like he got laid more. I'm sure he got laid more. A little bit, yeah. I also had Cyanide by Metallica. Oh, off of Death Magnetic? Yeah. That was eh. like... Uh, eh. It's got its moments. Uh, that year... <laughs> no, well, let's put it this way. That was the best, the best Metallica album in forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Eh. But of that year, that was... Like, coming up with anything from this year was not easy. 2008 was... A recession in depression music. Uh, For me, 2007, 2009, I would have had a bunch, but it was yeah, just yeah. kind of unlucky. With also, 2007 or 2009? Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of Brandy Carlisle, Foo Fighters came out with a bunch of stuff that year. There was wow. a lot of, there was good, that's why, there was good music. That's why I choose 2008. All right, well, that one was a challenge. That was our favorite song from 2008. Check out the playlist and let us know what yours are. All right, so we've got a, a series back on Disney. It is the third, and correct me if I'm wrong, final season of Bad Final Batch. season. Yep. Uh, so die? Yes. Okay. We watched uh, all three, correct me if I'm wrong, we watched all three of the, the release. Okay, so we've got uh, Confined, in which we find out the uh, fate of Omega. Omega! And Crosshairs. Uh, we've got Paths Unknown, which is the... Kind of what's going on with uh, Hunter and Wrecker. Wrecker. And we've got Shadows of Tantus, which is the big uh, jailbreak. Yes. And, um, wow. <clears throat> this was a struggle. Really? Boring as hell. Bo boring as hell. I thought the first episode confined was fucking genius. I was loved it. just... Genius. They, by the time you were done with that, I was far from bored, but I could feel just the weight of the time that she had been in there. Yeah, and they didn't, uh, you, she was on a jungle planet, so it's not like you could use the seasons. Right. But the, she, the notches on the wall, yeah. and then the tone set by like the dripping in the water, and it just was so monotonous. And the passing of crosshairs every yeah, day. And well, no, and she's, and she's doing the old school prison the... hashtagging or hashing off yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yes, days the days. Yeah. I thought it was really Sitting uh, by the cool. window every night. Yeah, and and then you see her hair grow. Yeah. I thought it was really uh, ballsy like to have the first episode and none besides Crosshair, and he was, he's barely in it, but have none of the Bad Batch in it. Right. Like, she's well, she's part, part of the, the crew. Yeah. She is she's a part, part of, of the crew. crew. Yes. They're brothers. Yes. You they're brothers. You're right. But still, you don't have Hunter. You don't have Wrecker. That's you don't. why she can't leave without him. You can't leave without Crosshair. Nope. No That's echo. it. I'm like. you're my brother. Yeah. But I. So interesting. Well, like, what, what was it about it? All right. Um. Nothing blowed up. They were kill the creature. That's what I didn't like. No, sorry. Um, I 
I don't know if it was I was still on a, on an action hangover from Bangkok KO or whatever because <laughs> that's a completely different story. But it was just I don't I don't know if it was the time I watched it. I mean, obviously you guys are way huge into the whole animated universe of of Star Wars. I just I was like I was checking the watch, going. This is only twenty minutes long. I mean, this seemed like it took an hour, and it just. So you well, felt the way to I thought, I thought I that, probably I thought feel they the did that on purpose to make it seem like a, yeah, yeah. So you could feel the time. I thought that that was, and and I wasn't bored by it. Um, I'm really uh, beginning to feel like this. Uh, Dr. Humpty Nickel, what's his name? Yeah, Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. He is. I I I know what they're trying to do with him. I know what they're trying to do with him. They're trying to make him all icy in this, you know, uncaring. He's creepy as fuck. Side. He's boring. I was hoping He's she'd boring. pick up the little electroshock thing and <laughs> him, and she didn't. Why didn't she just shoot him? Well, she could have done that, too, with her, with her bow. You know what? There was a man once who could have shot Hitler. In World War One. he could have shot Hitler. They know his name. And he chose to let him go. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, well, that was a smart move. But uh, no, the yeah, the first episode, and and you guys are way more into it than I was, and it was just, it was. I I I, I, I don't tune. In, I you guys are t- tuning in for the deep dive Star Wars stuff. I'm tuning in for to watch shit blow up and Hunter and Wrecker and all that shit. Yeah, and that you so that was the complete opposite of of what this of what of clearly what the purpose of this episode right, and, was, and, which. The only problem I had with that is it didn't seem at the time's going by so slow in that. Then you get to the to Wrecker and Hunter, and it doesn't seem yeah Hunter's got a little urgency, but it doesn't seem like it was that long a time for them. I you know what I so, was so more I would bored like to by have, the second episode than I, I would was like the to first. Feel that a little bit more because these coincide, so it would have been as much time for them as her, and it didn't seem like it was for them. She, well, what they did with them is is they're at the nearer to the end of the time, right? So they That's didn't show them. Okay. They didn't show everything that was building up to get to that. I know, but they didn't seem like they really have like been searching for a long time for her. I I, I thought that the um, there wasn't that the urgency. sticky vines like or whatever the, the fuck they were uh, was was a great enough um, foil for the episode. When I and I also the, think the sarlacc pit. But they also everything the sarlacc at the end was really cool. <laughs> the um. The thing that uh, really kind of, you know, made it for me was the fact that, I mean, as far as uh, in reference to you saying that there was no urgency is they didn't wait for backup. And that was Hunter. He's like, she's been waiting too long. Like, yes, she's there. She's it, been yeah. there too long. And Wrecker is like, we really should be waiting for Echo and backup. And, you know, we're, you, yeah, we're this, you're not this, willing to do that. And it put them in. Obviously months. Well, we're, we're Wrecker and. Rex or who is it? Echo and Rex or Echo? Wrecker and Hunter. Wrecker and Hunter. No, well, but, I, but the other ones. No, we're waiting for Echo and Rex. And Rex yeah. yeah, where yeah. Echo and Rex been? If you, this is months. I mean, this got to be months. Her hair grew so long. But I don't six know. Months. But I don't know. Six months. Yeah. But I don't know so, that so Echo. Why, why, six or eight we're months. Sitting, we're sitting waiting. If you for look them. at the hashtags on the wall. Yeah, you're sitting waiting for them. What? But I don't know that Echo and Rex are. I don't know that their primary goal is to find Omega. I understand it, but they said let's. He said let's wait for Echo and Rex. If you've been waiting six, eight months, why would you be? Fuck no! Why aren't we looking now? They have been looking. They have been looking. Okay, it didn't seem like it. They're trying to find a secret base. 
It's a secret base for a reason. Is it? It's not like a secret base if you can find it in three days. Wow. <laughs> do you know where the secret base is? No, I don't. I think you do. All right, I'll tell you. You check. You know the easy way. I heard way? a traitor on Tatooine saying. You you check where bases aren't supposed to be, and that's where you find the secret bases. There's not supposed to be a base here. Well, it's probably there, because it's secret. <laughs> Well, if I was not going to build a base, I could tell you what planet I wouldn't do it on. There you go. That's how you figure it out. All right. Well, then we got the second episode where they, they do bring back uh, Hunter and Racker. Yes. Uh, I liked the, and they've always just touched on this. They need to do something with it is they go to the, the devil people or whatever. The I forget that. Those race. guys are cool. Yeah. And they're like a crime family or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they bring a pike. One of the Pike, yeah. uh, and say, okay, the, you know, this is the guy that double crossed or whatever. Yeah. So they're doing the mercenary work and stuff like that. Um, Angelica Houston, yeah, was the, I was like, you got to be. I knew I like her. I, I recognized the voice. I'm like, who the fuck is? I'm like, are, are you shitting me? Right away. Yeah, I thought that was. They don't play. Cool. And uh, yeah, so they go to an abandoned the the last place that Doctor Evil was. I'm predicting. <laughs> Whatever his name is, Humper Nickel. Doctor Hemlock. 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 Oh, okay. Hemlock, not Hooper Dinkle. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they go and and it's the typical lurking around an abandoned thing, Star Wars, where there's a With monster. With the sticky vines. Yeah. That was the stupidest creature. Um, and then you get the three kind of young clones, which I thought I actually thought they were going to join the. Because I, I, I know they, you know, that when they get to these final seasons, they kind of. Enhance the cast a little bit. I thought the kids were coming along, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna." That's what I thought too. They were gonna take. We're gonna take you to this planet or whatever. But, um, they, uh, yeah, they have an adventure on this abandoned planet. And <laughs> adventure. Again, I, I was. This is rehashing. So it's it's okay. We got the political one. Open it up. Then we get the abandoned base or and or spaceship with a monster in it. Yeah, but what do you think about um, Cousin Slipstream? What's her name? The Cousin Slipstream? Where are you coming up with these? Uh, Were you watching the same thing? <laughs> Were you watching the Axel Braun version of this again? <laughs> Cousin Slipstream. Who's the, the chick in the, the one with the glasses and the brown hair? Oh, the, the mouse. Amiri. Amiri. Amiri, yeah. Amiri. The sister. Amiri. The sister. The sister. The sister. I thought they said they were cousins. No, they're, they're, she's a clone, they're, too. She's clones. Yeah, yeah they're both so clones. The brother, if, if so, uh, Mary, what, what do you think is going to happen with her? Because she's she's a, a, she's a unknown. She's a... She's, I think ultimately, you know, you see it coming. She, well, gonna, okay, that, that brings us around to she's the third one. She's going to yes. die saving Mega. So this is... This oh, is, yeah, I bet they do have that scene. Oh, yeah. I love you like a sister. Did he do the accents when he was a kid? He did them just as bad then okay, as okay. he's doing them now. So, um, yeah. So yeah, this brings <laughs> this brings us around to uh, so the the Camo El Camino. Okay. The, the El Camino was, was had, <laughs> the El Camino. Yeah, El Camino. The got a, got a big back end. What was that? The neck. The draft neck. Yes. Yes. Um, she's been in. So you're supposed to, they're supposed to be taking a blood sample Kevin of every Owen. clone every day at this place. Yes. She's been destroying, destroying Omegas. Yeah. Because she knows. Because Nala she knows. Say. Yes. And the, the whole point of Dr. Hemlock's to you too. research is 
stems all the way, and, they, and it ties back around to not only The Mandalorian, because it's the first reference in the animated series, and I read this online, to Project Necromancer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But that's the whole point of getting you to Episode Nine in the in the films and the clone of the Emperor. And the whole the whole reason they grab Grogu is the whole we need to clone somebody with an M count so we can clone the Emperor and he can have Force power. The Metaclorians. Yeah. That's the M count. The Metaclorians. Now I picked that up. Thanks thought, for saying Metaclorians three times, dude. Wait, what are I have but, I, I have a nice appear. paper cut here. Pour some lemon juice on it, please. They didn't appear if you said it three times. I loved how they tried to just M count. They changed it. They yeah, because it's the stupidest fucking thing on the planet. I actually want to say... Midichlorians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which sounds like a cleaning I product. I say it this time. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Midichlorian scrubbing bubbles. Stormtrooper threw up they're, in Guile 9. They're also being very, very secretive. Like, at first, in the first episode, they did not let you go past the, the ray shields into the secret yeah. vault yeah. area. And then this one, we got to go, third one, we got to go into the secret vault. Yes. And then they opened it up, and all you saw was the light. You know, it was kind of just like a very Pulp Fiction when he opens yeah. the thing and the Marcellus glow. Marcellus Wallace's briefcase. That's yeah. right. And they, they got a soul in So there. now who is going to be? Is it going to be Grogu in there? Is it going to be, who's it going to be? Is it Emperor Palpatine? No, because this would have been, uh, well, this would have been after. Yeah, No, it's not going to be Grogu. Grogu's already gone. Yeah, Grogu was the the one cat, the one. Uh, this is after Order sixty six. Yeah, so, so he, he's gone. He, How's yeah, he they gone? they grabbed him on the day of Order sixty six. Yeah. That was the impression that I got. Well, that's uh, yeah, but he got away. Uh, when I say grabbed him, the the Jedi that was the voice of Jeebus. No, uh, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Holy, holy shit! <laughs> Like entirely. Lisa said not want to talk about Jar Jar. <laughs> Highest metachlorine count out there. <laughs> the evil Sith Lord. M count. But yes, but we do get the reveal at the end that the whole reason that, that she was hiding Omega's blood is she's the only one that has a a undiminished M count transfer. 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 So rate. she could she will allow to she, her genetic material will allow them to clone the Emperor. Don't shoot down that ship. Let it go. We must take her alive. So that's the reason that they get away. And they said that. They said that in the thing. And why didn't she put a bolt through Hemlock? Yeah. They weren't supposed to shoot. So she had a bolt caster. Why shoot him? Kill him. Yeah. Because they said don't shoot at her. You know he's evil. Actually, Hemlock was uh, Clint Eastwood's name in the Eiger Sanction. He was a CIA assassin. Are, are you talking about when they... When, when they she's went. up there with the bowcaster, right? She didn't have the bowcaster the entire time. She, she never had the bowcaster. What am I thinking? I don't know. Season no, two? No, when she got taken... In season three, when she got taken. When she got taken while she was had the high ground on them with the with her bow, she got taken by being attacked from... by being She got zapped from behind. behind. She had a bow aimed at them... And didn't fire, even though knowing they won't fire. Oh, did, at did her. I, maybe I watched the last episode. She didn't know that. They, oh, did you watch the last I'm, episode? I, yeah, to remind, figure out what was going on because I couldn't. Oh, even, of season two. That's what I did. I watched the last oh, okay. episode. Oh. I watched that first. So yeah, we were watching. Still that stupid. Yeah, you, like, you know that they're not going to shoot you. Well, dead, dead, dead. Well, well, they just figured. But at the end of this is when they just figured out that she was the one that that's the the right. key to what they're they're trying to do no, or whatever. When, so when they were capturing her, Hemlock said, "Don't shoot her." Yes, we need her. Yeah, when he found out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. They, and and I'll she, take had, she had a bowcaster I... on him. She shot and missed. Oh. When she had a little but, robot. But then you got to wonder why a Mary's blood doesn't work. I was going to say, now this, this brings it all the way back because you guys were talking about her sister. How much of a sister is she? Will her blood work to clone the Emperor? No, because she has been... Um, Diluted? She's I was aged. just going to say she's, she's an been, earlier model. She's been microwaved. They had to have done some... They, they made some modifications. Like Bob, Boba Fett was not um, modified. Yeah. He's right. Except, unmodified aren't clone. they implying that she was the only other unmodified yes. Yes. clone or she, she something like that? She was Omega. Yes. He was the Alpha. Yes. He was Boba. She is Omega. Because he's... And I think he's Boba beta. is... Uh, Isn't he Beta? No, he was Alpha, Latin. is what they said before. For uh, beginning. Really? Interesting. No. <laughs> no. You don't believe what he said. No, oh, I was, I was actually going 187 with... 187 no, no, no. <laughs> See, that's, the, that's his trick. That's his trick. The puddle's deep on one end. You, you get these great fucking okay, things, okay. and you go, Brian, really? And he goes, yeah. And then, then there's other times where he goes, really, Brian? No, of course not. I'm making that up. That's that, okay. that's his it's, charm. It's, it's, it's an ocean, <laughs> and charm. there's one hole in the middle of it. And that's, that's why we call him Rocky. He's either Brett or he's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do say, because the, you know, ending the third episode, it was classic Empire. We find out something. We're gonna let them go, and you know now they can go have their adventures all over. The now galaxy. they're gonna have their adventures, and it's gonna come back, obviously, because we know it's gonna bite the empire in the in the ass. Um, or they still, kill Omega. Wouldn't that be great? I still love. Yes. I still think there's a lot of cool stuff that they can do, and uh, I think that you're not gonna get a lot of. Um, you're not gonna get a lot of filler episodes. How many episodes we got on this? All right. Well, I think I got there are sixteen. I got wow. There are 15 episodes. Oh, okay. Um, and you again, boys. The last season of Clone Wars and the last season of Rebels. Rebels that was when they kind of said, "Okay, we, you guys can do what." I mean, like that's when. Correct me if I'm wrong. Those are some of the better Star Wars things where it got crazy. Clone and Wars is well, the end of Clone Wars is probably the best lightsaber like duel. Right, exactly. So. Ever. Oh yeah, and the, but, and but episodes are they're darker. They're exactly, yeah. so it's, it's, they're, it's it's this is the, like you, like Doctor Rich was saying. There's no fi- there's a few fillers. Yeah. It's all story. It's all meaty. It's all. I mean, like I actually thought um, there was um, no the first what was it two were the with the twin girls. They weren't twins. The sisters. What are we talking about? Uh, the last Clone season of Clone Wars. Wars. Yes. That yeah. was kind of a filler. It was. A, I think it, the story arc I, on that was Ahsoka. Ahsoka. What was she gonna do Coming now to that grips she's with not the evil Jedi? Well, and anything totally with Ahsoka trash. was good. You so it didn't. It didn't matter. Jumped. <laughs> no, but there was there was a killing in one of these three episodes, and and it kind of blew, blew, where I was like, oh shit. I mean, um, killing. There somebody. It's not that important. I just there was a there was a there was a, a a piece in this where somebody got shot and it was like holy shit. Yeah, whatever. It's I, I'm. It's not that important. Okay. Well, no, I'm gonna go but back the, and watch. the the tone of these episodes very dark. Yes, very dark. And uh, I, I mean, I think it's gr- it's great. I mean, that's what that's what we want from this last uh, this last season. Continuation well, of the first two. Maybe it was when uh, you just threw me with the somebody died. <clears throat> I'm like, who died? 
maybe it had was to be in the third episode. It was um, it could have been when uh, uh, Crosshairs like broke out, mm-hmm. and and I'm so used to the oh we have to use the st- I don't because it's a kids show or whatever we have to use the stun setting on our blasters or whatever because you get the rings and he was gunning people down. I don't think he has that setting. I don't know. It's it's, it's not all he's done is kill. You guys are obviously looking forward to it. I am not not so much. I think the tone's going to change. I I, 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 hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope, like I said, I don't know if I was in just the wrong mood for it or whatever. I just it, it did not. I thought do that the first for. episode was brilliant. I was a little brought down from there. Okay. And, so. Um, and I thought that the, the I thought the first episode was boring as hell, and it brought me down for the other oh, two episodes. I, you I know what? I'm, I I thought it set a bar that that the other two were not going to hit, and and really what they needed to come out with was just balls out action for the next two. I was just hoping that little creature thing would eat him. Like, Peterhausen? The the little creature? Yeah. Peterhausen? Just like. Is this going to be a new is, thing is, now? Is he having a stroke or what's going on here? He's just like. Yeah, Doc, can we get a diagnosis on okay, him? Okay, no more Burger King for you. <laughs> Thus losing is, are, us did another Did you take an, uh, an energy drink or is that just tea? Oh, that's just tea. That's kiwi strawberry. Oh, I should have had an energy drink. Oh, no, you shouldn't have. That was good last week. I'll, I'll have to bring some red, red vines in. All right, any final thoughts on the first three episodes of the uh, Bad Batch? Looking forward to the... Uh, looking forward. Right. Yeah. Doc, can we get, a, get you to come back for the uh, the series finale? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Love Keith, you looking forward or... I, I'll watch them. It's like a job. I, I was not blown away by these. Oh, okay. But All I'm right. not Amiga I got it. You know what? My prediction Too is... Too much Amiga. My prediction is by uh, episode 15, <laughs> yeah. you are going to be like, I don't want this to end. Because Amiga This is a then. ride that I want to continue. Amiga be dead. Yeah, Amiga, be like, Amiga's now, dead in the fourth, go, the fourth yeah. episode and we get the, just the Bad Batch going forward. I'm good with that. <laughs> Can't have the little sidekicks. They're annoying. All right. That is the uh, first three episodes of the Bad Batch. We have another... Three months of this? Woo! Stick with us. All right, for Sunday afternoon, Kung Fu Theater. We watched one that was suggested by a loyal listener, correct, Brian? Don, yes. Right? Diamond Don. Diamond Don. The movie Mafioso. Oh, I like it. He's already got his uh, he's already got a handle. Is he a good guest star on this? Uh, we'll see. We may invite him. All right, and we are talking he's... 2010's Bangkok Knockout. So be prepared for me to trip over a bunch of names here. Uh, this was directed by Pana Riti Krai, who is responsible for Ang Bak. Yeah. And Tony Ja. And starring, here we go, Pim <laughs> Chanak. I'm not even going to try it. Uh, I think that that's the actual pronunciation. Get a bok, I go he. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Supak Sorn Chimonkoy. We're going to get letters. <laughs> and Sorapong Chachri. At least that one is a little bit easier. And, uh, yeah, this is the best example of, this is the thinnest of stories to get to some of the most insane 
stunt work and action sequences since Jackie Chan in his prime. I uh, I had read a great review before I watched this, which has just said that um, the the acting sucks, the movie, the the script sucks, um, but the action is insane. It it, it is if literally you're... bad editing. They got people who spoke English that weren't necessarily actors. They just needed some people who spoke English so they could do the little gambling scenes, which made absolutely... Like, I'm listening to this guy citing, like, oh, if you bet $10,000, I'll pay you $10 million. It, it, it made no sense. No. It made absolutely no sense. If you bet $10,000, you will get 400000 But if you pick the other guy to win, you got to bet 300000 to make 100000 yeah. yeah. What? Uh... And um, it oh, w- I lost all my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was believable. <laughs> yeah, that. That's how you talk if you lost all your money. Remember Cairo? Oh, that was fun. You made a lot of money there. <laughs> There's also are we auditioning here? Some of the yeah, I mean, like the the four of us could have. Could have done a better job, I think, of of being the rich, spoiled Euro trash people with Brian all of Brian's accents that he does and stuff like that. <laughs> the, the Chinese woman was actually hard for me to listen yeah. to. I couldn't. It's like she said one word a minute. <laughs> I uh, like the two waitresses when they would pretend oh, like they were whispering. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and they weren't. And then you look back and they're like. They're like three feet behind him. <laughs> he has a hey, box full of money. How much? He how much is twenty catch pop? Or whatever. Twenty thousand sudden, and it's worth four hundred million. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> was the Bring acting. him a drink. <laughs> the ac- the acting was yes. And then the story is Horrible. basically some rich kids having a party. He's a total dick to, like, the service staff. The service staff are, like, these group of killer martial artists. You missed the well, beginning. Well, yeah, they they, they, they were having a contest the, to, for the best team. Who's oh, going no, to Hollywood. Hollywood. Who's gonna be on this? Yeah. We're, go, we're going we're to Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the one cat, like, jumps off of, like, a five-story scaffold. Yeah, yeah. To get the coin. I, I, I got the box. I got the box. I got the box. I got the coin. I got the coin. The, the thing oh. <laughs> I was the, waiting for him to show up. The thing I didn't understand is, is it seemed like wait, it wait, was it thing? was a revenge plot. Well, there were some. There were there were a couple that were grudge matches. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? The, yes. The, the, yeah. Because but, those are even odds. But he has just, ten minutes to kill him. Oh, just, oh, he didn't make it. Oh, I lost my money again. Did. <laughs> But I, Brian, that was still a better read than yes, half the fucking yes. guys in here. Yeah. As far as the the stunts, though, and when they finally got to the fights, I, the, I the, never, the thing that threw me I was I never thought I'd see Jason in a kung fu movie. I, I, the thing that threw me is I thought you said Tony Jaa was in this, and I was like, I'm, I'm like, am I watching the right movie? Oh no, yeah. No. And then I, I kept, well, this is the only Bangkok knockout that I could. Yes. Okay. The story was just abysmal. The acting was just abysmal. However, the action, the was action in this yeah. Yeah. was things that I, I have spent a lifetime watching these movies. There were things in this I have never seen. I yeah. never thought of. Yeah, Keith, first of all, you brought it up first. 
Jason was in this movie. The 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 tire Jason was in this movie. They actually did the so, they, they, at one oh. point they did the sound like they did it. And I was just like, oh my god. But the funny thing is, is they never explained. They never no. revealed who that guy. Yeah. Well, every single, every other person, they always did a, a flashback. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the waiter. He's who is Pom Pom. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but Pom Pom grew. But Jason, when he's one guy same height, and then when he reveals himself, he's like, he's like, and he always came back. He was literally like, set shorter. on fire. Yeah, and he still came back. He got run through got the it. wall with a car. Yes, while he was on fire right. by a flaming car driven by a mad waiter. Yeah, yeah. So not you only, better tip that. So we've got we so we've got Jason in a kung fu movie. We have a like from the car. Yeah, yeah. A Subaru, like a Mad Max version of a Subaru W WRX. That's this guy's driving around running people over with. Yeah, it's it's bad, it's bad guys. Yeah, the good guys. It was Death Race. It yeah. was. It, that was Death Race. Oh, it, it, it. Some of the things were phenomenal. In this. And, and, like, okay, so. It starts off with the, the the opening fight was in this cage. Mm-hmm. I, I, were cage foo was amazing. It, it was just I've never seen it, people were coming off the cage. They were climbing Springing, on the cage. They climbing were climbing up. Doing... There was a point where the guy kicked the guy in the head. He did a jump and, and he caught jumped. onto the cage again. No, he kicked the guy in the head. They both fell, and before the guy fell, he kicked him in the head again. Bap, bap, and I went, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. And then the whole climbing spider thing. Yeah, yeah. Jumping and Holy you, you shit. kick him and you spin I, off to another part of the cage. That was very... Never hit the uh, ground. That was unique. That was... He must have been really cool. good at the Flores Lava game. <laughs> the thing I... Because there were a few times where they did some things where it looked like there was some wire work done. There, there had to be some. But there was some, they, but they most did a good of, job because it, it's not like this was a high budget film. No, I, they did I a good don't job. know that there was and wire there, work. There wasn't no flying. It just looked like there, there was were a couple times. There was it no like flying was. part where they, they end up like taking a leap and it's like thirty feet. No, it was if anything the wire work was just to make sure nobody like yeah. fell and broke yes. their yeah, neck yeah, or like something. Like when the guy falls but, thirty yeah. feet. But it, but when they did the one scene where and I'm looking at it, I'm like I don't know how. When they are climbing up the outside the, the building, on uh, the side of the building, I and was like scooting down and jumping. And oh, there, there was nothing. There was yeah, no yeah. safety. There was equipment. nothing there, and I'm like, holy shit! If these people fall, yeah, they'll die. That's. Have you ever watched a Jackie Chan film? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I heard your guys's. Yeah, yeah, but like, th- that was crazy. You've got. Uh, the and I felt bad because the one cat was it was almost like they were trying to do because they were they were doing like parkour they were doing capoeira they were doing a bunch of just crazy stuff the one cat looked like he was more of like the kung fu guy he had like a gray sweater on or whatever mm-hmm. yeah he gets into a fight with the 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 cat with the black hoodie and Jason he's fighting with like a twelve foot long metal yeah, pole. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was a real 12-foot-long yeah. metal pole because they're hitting guys with it, and it's getting dented. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you can see when it hits ground, it bends and then springs back. So it had to have some strength to it. because Even like, if it was just, oh, I don't know, bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> it was still that fucking was going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's Unless it's a pool noodle. That's and where he was, was supposed not. to be fighting his friend, who's like much shorter than the guy who's fighting. That's the only thing I, I lost. Him. Like, I did not pick up the twists at the end. 
There were many. What, the, the 40 betrayals that there were? <laughs> Seemed like there was just spoilers, betrayals. Like, okay, so why I, did you I, do I, this, my I, father? I never, what? Yes, <laughs> that's I never, what I mean. I, I was never just like, pictured what? a musician be turning. You're just like your father. They're under a truck yeah. that's moving. You're just like your father. <laughs> what? And this is the director. He was a son of a bitch well, too. They, yeah. they mentioned a father in the very beginning. That's the only time they really mentioned. Yeah, it. your dad would be so proud because he invented the udon noodle. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How many palms were there in this? Or was there a the, palm pod? There was pod. Pod. Pod, oh, pod. pod. I will say pod was Udon Maker's son. Yes, he pod was a he was a wicked martial artist. Yes, not oh, an attractive man. No, not at all. But when he like his fight scenes, he was very skilled. He was well. You've got the one. Okay, so they got the one ninja guy with the the samurai sword. And they get it. He gets to do yes. it. With, and there's the one where they're doing the wire work, and the guy like jumps yes. off of a second story like scaffolding, and Pod legitimately flies across the room and kicks him out of midair. And yeah. I was like, there is no way that both of these guys did not get hurt doing right. this. Yeah, yeah. It was just. It was the absolute most realistic. It was not pretty. It was. It no. was. I just kicked you out of midair and intercepted you, and you both fell on yeah. your heads yeah. on the concrete yeah. floor. There was one where they flipped the guy, and he landed on his fucking head and bent over, and I went, oh, no. Because he came back, and he was not moving, and I was like, they just didn't stop filming. Yeah. Because this guy's hurt. Yeah. No, that was like, wasn't that in the cage where they they backflipped him off the cage or whatever, like a a, a poison rana or whatever from wrestling? Yes, yeah. And then you've got the the mini bike scene, which was weird. Once they finished... (laughs) Once they put the mini bikes on. <laughs> no, I just literally got something in my eye. I wasn't winking suggestively thought, at you, thought, Brian. I thought you guys had something going on. Is this where they kill Keith? <laughs> flip, flip, flip. But yeah, the, you so guys you've got traitors. <laughs> You're against me for why money? <laughs> I did it for you've money. You've got the 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 mini bike scene where the, they're literally fighting. <laughs> With mini, like they're pulling wheelies and like driving the bike forward and hitting guys with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what? And I'm just thinking about this. I thought it was funny when the guy who betrays him, Pom, betrays him. Yeah. yeah. So he betrays him for money and because the, the, um, the he one fucked, boy. You, what's yeah, her name? Joy. Joy. He fucked Joy. The guy never comes to Joy's defense. He just says, I'm not that kind of boy. Yeah. <laughs> what? I have a feeling She's a whore, but I'm a good boy. <laughs> there was a lot I think that was lost in the trans in the English translation of this one. You think? Maybe, yeah. You think? This was probably a deep soulful, you know moment oh, in cultural moment yeah. in Thai history or whatever, but it just didn't come across in the translation or whatever. Strumpet? She's a filthy whore! Strumpet bitch, but me? I have an honorable penis. <laughs> I will say that I quit when the uh, when, I quit when the we're gonna get this back on the rails. Here. When the um when the the contest ends and they realize it, and then all of a sudden it turns into it's like it's like Roadhouse, where all of a sudden they're 
they just get to a point where they're going to just start killing everybody. And there's like 40 guys that come out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, and they all have been guns. All the time, all of a sudden they're surrounded And they're by like, guys. we've got to get out of here. Yeah. What was the lie that was like, oh, you might have... You might have beat my men, but you haven't beat every one of my meners. It was just, it was bad. Yeah, yeah it, there was, uh, you but, have to defeat all of them. That fight. We will. Everything we going, mean all of them. them. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. I But those fights with everything going on, they had the long shot, and you could see that shit was going on everywhere. It wasn't like they were focusing on any one thing happened. No, there was shit she going was on. She was throwing things at people down there and the other guys flipping. I almost wanted to go back and watch it again to, to watch sectors of, of the fights going on. I don't understand why they all of a sudden had so many... Um, Ninjas? No, so many plates and bowls. It was a plate and bowl storage Well, you had to feed all those people. <laughs> very... very <laughs> I missed the sign. I missed the sign. I mean, it, it on wasn't the first floor, it was placed in bowls. On the second floor, it was oil and automotive. Did you hear with the elevator going up? <laughs> and fifth floor was negligee. We, we didn't get there. Yeah. It was but, oil and pitch. But, they still made pitch then. <laughs> I, although I love the action sequences, the, I got to say the part that was just the stupidest part in the entire movie, and there's plenty of stupid in this, is when the dude who comes up with it, where he says, I could kill, you know, I could take down every one of these yeah. guys. And then he gets the chance to do it. But his downfall is the fact that he can't get his inhaler. And he's, yeah, yeah. and they're all coming together, injured to stop, the to stop him. Because if he got one or two puffs, he would be recharged. He would turn green and turn into the Hulk. <laughs> Well, we said that in the beginning. I, I know, but it was so <laughs> stupid. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I could take them all. So okay, you dumb. could have, and he reaches into his pocket like, and pulls oh. out the inhaler. Except for this, yeah. you know. Okay, <laughs> but have you seen Popeye? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Popeye can't beat anyone. That was <laughs> that was aerosol spinach. It was. Oh. <laughs> it was. Um, Did you see the the, the, the ship, <laughs> the battleship on his arm? When he <laughs> yes. Yes, I should have realized it. Andrew Dice Clay in the back of the limousine with the guy's wife. And he's screaming, Nailer! Nailer! And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, okay. Then I found out he was having an asthma attack and screaming, Inhaler! (laughs) 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 An asthma! Did you know Dice would be mentioned? I did did not see Dice coming out. No, I didn't either. uh, I go deep. That's I that's why this, this podcast is an adventure every Sunday. <laughs> this is why we're so popular Gosh. around the world. I go deep. <laughs> like a porn star. Diamond Don, I, you wowed me with this one. I, I just... This one, the, the fighting in it was amazing. Yeah. I kept thinking there was one film that we saw and we were talking about if people who were really good at kung fu were re- actually fighting, this is what it would look like. And I kept watching this film going, this is what it yeah, would look yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. There was not the editing was not sharp. It was when oh, they no, were there was fighting. Cut, there was literal cutscenes where you're like, wait, why is this guy standing around the corner when he was just standing? It was like I could they not just kind figure of out it together. The editing was terrible on this. Who was fighting who most of the yeah. time? No, and especially like Keith, like you had said at the end when the, like all hell breaks loose, yeah. it was like, okay, I I don't know what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, the girl's yeah. up there in the corner. She's Joy or whatever she is. Who's the other girl? I don't know her name. I didn't figure that Clem? out either. Flem. Clem? Oh, Clem? Okay. I think it was Clem. Okay. 
Maybe not. I did like that the, the, the damsel in distress had a little kung fu up yeah, the sleeve yeah. herself. Yeah, like the fighting she was maneuver. actually better than Joy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was one scene where like Joy beats Joy. the fuck out of four guys, and then she goes to climb the. And she gets all clumsy <laughs> climbing the ladder, yeah. and I was like, "Oh come on, Joy!" Joy was using the bike technique. <laughs> Get the guy's hand and flip him over using his. <laughs> it's like wow. Yeah, Joy this on one her. was. Uh, this one was something. There was highs and lows. It really was. <laughs> there was. There was highs and lows in this. Uh, I would say about two-thirds of it was a low because... I, I don't think it was that much. I, I actually liked a lot of it, but yeah, the, the, the constant, and I betrayed you, and I betrayed you. When the Okay. Oh, and then the musician. Yeah, yeah. I worked for him forever. Ha, 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 that's in like seems like it's in, in three quarters of these movies. Turns out to be a bad guy. That, dude, you didn't see Fern. it coming. Did Fern you? was you the other girl. You didn't see it coming. Fern. Fern, not Clem. Yeah, she's the only one who has a picture in the entire cast on IMDb. That's the only picture is by Fern. Seriously, the only one. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to listen to Jar Jar Binks more than I wanted to hear the dude. The comic relief guy. He was what just was getting. Uh, he who was the guy who did? Um, what was that dance? That was Psy. Psy. Oh, you know what? Gungam style. Yeah, Gungam style. Yeah. Gungam yeah. style. He was Psy. Oh. <laughs> he sounds like Chim Chim. Yeah, he was horrible. <laughs> I went for him too. <laughs> Okay, so what? <laughs> really? <laughs> so what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. No, you, you, seriously. You getting beat up now would just be pathetic. And when he did, it was. I was expecting him to run into something. Try to run Do away. like the, the Three Stooges, yeah. like, try to run away and yeah. get hit, hit in the head or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Did you see the one guy did that? Yes. The, uh... The one the guy, bad guy, the bad guy. They had like the ninja, and they took yeah. his mask off. Oh, yeah, he he. And he goes running. Uh, the and, one they kept saying, "Oh, you hit him so hard, he's ugly now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this one was was. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was a something. I, it, it was w- a roller coaster. It was it was a roller coaster of emotion. Like, oh my god, what are they doing in this part? Oh my god. Yeah, look what they're doing. Yeah, you know what you, and it took a while for the first fight scene. Yeah, yeah, where you're watching it it going, there's no way that yeah, there's because I read the reviews and it was like terrible, terrible, great action, and I'm watching it going, there's no yeah, the first fight where they're trying to get the coin, it's like yeah, that would look horrible. I'm like oh Oh, yeah, what are we watching? Is was this made by the guy who made the room and. The the yeah the (laughs) whatever his name is a Malaysian Mark. uh, Mark! <laughs> yeah, but then, I did it! Hit her! <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, then it got going. Like, <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> it did. It sort of, I thought, wait, what is this? Tommy Wiesu. Uh, yes. yes. All right, you. so this is the, the martial arts version of the room. Yeah. You got. I, no, no, because no. there's nothing good in the room. There was nothing good in the, uh, the To me, this is a so good, it's it's almost a so good, it's bad, but the, you can't argue with the action. Yeah, I know, so I'm saying the, the room had nothing good. Amazing. This had good. Okay, So I, I can't I can't agree with it. <clears throat> better than good. Yes. It yeah. was odd. It was, it was literally 
you can't take your eyes off it. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah. yeah. And 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 there was I I have a feeling there was a a a uh, casualty list. Oh, I'm on sure this there was one. people that were hurt. Yeah, it probably oh. took two years to film because you had to get out of the hospital. Well, at the end there, when they were all in the hospital, I was like, I'm wondering how many of them are <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. hurt. They just filmed and then they they there. start the music and yeah. they all get up and they're dancing and they're like, hey. But you know what? I I love that they left room for the sequel. <laughs> Oh, because of the... <laughs> real the... cop uniforms in a real cop car. Yes. Evil American. Yeah. Uh, Your plane is waiting. <laughs> All right. I, what are... That guy had nothing to do with it. He was just a dick. Was... <laughs> he was literally just the evil American. He was just a dick. That's all he was. He was like the MC. He was the fucking clown. And he's but the other he's, guy. I thought he was Joey Fatone from Fontaine or whatever from what in sync. <laughs> he was just a fucking clown. Oh but the guy who set it all up died under yeah. the truck. Yeah, that was the guy who set it all they, up. They wrapped over the the hose. Yeah, he, like, yeah. He was trying to get revenge. Yeah. That's your father was a son of a bitch too. Where the fuck did that come from? Right, uh, that's what I was thinking. And I'm your like... mother and brother will clean my house forever. <laughs> what? That must be a thing. <laughs> yes. All right. I, I don't have to kill her. She'll become a maid. Can, can we rate this film? Can this film? Sure. Be rated? Uh, everything can be rated. Everything can be rated. It's it's. It, this is not a deadly venom film. No. No. Uh, this is one of the best action films. When it got to the action. Yeah. When you get to the action, but you earn it. Yeah. yeah. But there. But yeah. You earn the action. Uh, this is akin to Bad Batch. <laughs> you have to sit through the boring first parts. Yeah. Or any Star Wars. Anime. So how how do you rate it? I gotta say this is this is the this is a B movie. Uh, oh, this is three friends in a, a video recorder. Yeah, this is really not. This this is the backyard wrestling. Oh uh, yes, I was just gonna. That's uh, a of uh, kung fu movies. Yes, yes. This uh, is not even some of the this... most realistic, most crazy shit. Okay, this is a split. The... This is a split rating. This was a four star action movie. Yes. This was a one-star movie. Yeah, this was not. This was not even high production. As high a production value as the room. Oh no, the room. Oh. That was the thing that was right. That was so amazing about it. Was the production value? Spent so much. Money. Yeah, yeah. This I, was not that I'll production. I give the action for the plot and the acting one and a half. You're giving it, got it made. one and a half. It got I, made, I, I, so that's one. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, for the two chicks in the trailer, the waitresses alone, that was a half star. They were funny. I believe they needed in a the burger. Jason guy, so that's why I they needed to eat a burger. Stop the noodles, honey. Yeah. Eat a burger. Um, yeah, I would. I would give it. I would give it two wow. stars overall. Uh, no, no. That, that, uh, this is a four, four and a half on action. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was really impressed Solid with four. the action. Yeah, yeah. This was not... If um, it had been edited a little bit better, I'd probably give it higher, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It could have gone to a five. This, the action in this was just top-notch. There's no doubt about it. And they it. just kept on coming up with new shit every time. Yes. It's like, well, and now you, we're going to set stuff on fire. And <laughs> yeah, you don't see it coming because the first part of the action 
is so bad. Yeah. It's yeah. we're gonna you. Who's the top two teams? Okay, pick your best guy. Oh, what? it's like that one right. movie we watched with the. And then they gotta climb up. The, the guy yeah. was trying to impress his dad or whatever it was. So his dad comes back. I can't remember. The oh, name. Kung Fu. Oh, God. Yeah. Kung oh, Fu Christmas or whatever. Yeah, Kung Fu Christmas. Kung Fu yeah, Christmas. yeah, the beginning oh, is Jesus Christ. very much Kung Fu Christmas. Yes. We could rate it on the Kung Fu Christmas scale. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a far superior movie to Kung Fu Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But but then you get to the the, the, the acting and plot yes. are very Kung Fu Christmas. <laughs> then you get into the actual action is like, like, it's not as polished, it's like which Mba. made it even better. It almost like, yeah, it was grindhouse action yes. or something yes. like it that. It was the fact that it, it was, was not as polished. Like, like Death Proof sort yeah. of thing. What yeah. they were fucking doing, yeah. they were doing it live. It was amazing. This and, is and, it. And they had so many different styles going at once, and I think it worked really well. Oh. Dr. Rich, you got any, any, anything to add? <laughs> no. I, I agree with you guys. <laughs> I, All right. He wasn't listening. <laughs> what did no, you guys say? I was. I thought the action was great. He's I thought the editing. There were some times with the editing and the action that you were just like, oh, that was terrible. You know, they, the guy would come out of nowhere and hit him, and then they would cut, and you'd just see the dude flying into the fence that was 20 feet away. And you were just like, oh, that was bad. But there were so many things that they did that like you're like, I don't, know how, I don't know how you pull a kick the way they were doing it. And... And their skills, they were very skilled fighters. And fast as they were moving, you could tell this, you can usually tell when the, the film's been speeded up. I don't oh, think yeah. this was yeah. at all. Ever. And and the cage thing alone was like And insane. there was a lot of and there was a lot of taekwondo in this. Because this the the moves that they had, there were tons of And you this is you coming from your experience. Yeah. I mean there was a lot of taekwondo and they were very skilled. The water Ta- thing was really cool. The, when they were fighting through the water? Yes, that was actually... Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a really good one. Nothing, again, something that I've never seen before. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to say that... The, like, Keith, you said this was a roller coaster. You, th- they should have, like, a, a disclaimer. You have to be this tall to watch this movie. Because this one is... is you, you have to be able to... Brace yourself for this you one. You have to put up with this much stuff to get to the good part. Yes. yes. So... Your mileage may vary, but I think when you get to the you action, should watch it. You should watch it. Yeah, that yes. was uh, Bangkok knockout. Diamond, uh, Diamond Don, we owe you one for this one. All right, so Brian, you've been uh, knocking them out of the park with heist movies that <coughs> I have never seen before, and I figured I'd return the favor. Uh, and this is this is a person, and I was just talking to Doctor Rich here. For anybody who doesn't like black and or just things, all oh, these are old, old movies, and they all talk in mid mid Atlantic and oh yeah, this is, in my opinion, the American version of Rafifi, in which it sets the the standard for all heist films that come after it, and that is of course, 1950s The Asphalt Jungle, uh, directed by legendary director John Huston. Uh, screenplay by Ben Maddow and John Huston, based on the Asphalt Jungle by uh, a novel by W. R. Burnett, starring Sterling Hayden, Louis Calhoun, Gene Hagen, James Whitmore, Sam Jaffe, and John McIntyre. And uh, this was nominated for four Academy Awards. This is one of my top ten. <laughs> favorite films of all time. I'm like I'm not talking heist films, I'm not talking black and white movies. I'm talking this is one of my top 10 movies of all time. 
this is pretty darn good. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> uh, again, I, I I say it all the time. Um, this is when they made black and white films to be black yes, and white. You. Yeah. So to get out the uh, story uh, out of the way, uh, Doc Riedenschneider is released from prison. He goes to see uh, a local bookie and says, I've got a great heist that I figured out before I went into prison. I need to get a crew together. We need some money to back it up. They go to a uh, a corrupt lawyer, Alonzo Emmerich, and uh, he is broke, but he but he decides he wants to bankroll this because he's going to double cross these guys and take the, the money for themselves or the the jewels for himself. And uh, they recruit their uh, their gang, including a boxman, a hooligan, and a driver. Uh, the heist goes down. Of course, it goes south, and the drama ensues from the results of the bot these the heist. You know, the, it was interesting to me, and the, this is the first time I had seen it. Uh, we're not giving them a cut; we're giving them a flat rate. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I really dug that in that they figured out what they were going to pay them. Uh, the hooligan made more than the driver, and the boxman made more than the uh, hooligan. Yeah. Um, and at any point, <clears throat> any one of those three people could have walked away. They had their money. And at that point in time, it was a lot of money. $10,000 was a lot of fucking money. And they walked into it with their money. I thought, like, when they were paying Louis Chavelle, when, when Cobby was playing, paying Louis Chavelle, he's like, well, I'm going to give you $10,000 now and $15,000 oh, yeah, 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 when it's yes, done. Yes, yes. Yeah, so there yeah. was, but still. They had a fair amount of money. Yeah. They could have bailed. Uh, and but it, they wouldn't have. No, they wouldn't have. Um, but the first... Was just bad luck, and I liked the guy. Uh, who was it? The French guy. So okay, so you had Louis Chevalier, the box man. You had uh, the box guy. The box man got yeah got shot. The, the, the cop right. drops the gun and it, it goes, goes off. off. Yeah, because Dix hits him. Yes. Yes. You got, uh, yeah, Dix Hanley the is the hooligan that Sterling hated. He was a big ass fucking six guy. Five. Too. He was big. Six five. He was. Uh, you've got uh, Gus Minnelli, who was the driver, who was a hunchback. Yeah. And he was the old guy in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, James yeah, Whitmore. Yeah. And he was the cop that gets eaten by the ants in them. He was, I, one of my I favorites. Fucking love that guy. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, and they kept making fun of him, the hunchback. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the reason I like this one is it's got its own. And I love movies where they have their own, like, language. Code and language. Like, yes. the hooligan and the box man, and you're in the walls. And, yeah. And, uh, it, it and, and Banana Head. And we do have, Brian, I, I immediately thought of you. I completely forgot she was in this. One of the first roles for a young ingenue. Oh. How could you forget? Marilyn um, Monroe. Uncle Lon. Really, that's not creepy at all, but go there was not a single character, I think, in this entire film that was not pathetic in some way. Re- that's that, that was not underbelly yeah, yeah. of society pathetic, but maybe so totally relatable. The only one that I thought was Louis Chevelli, who was the fa- he was the lone family man out of all of them. Right. But yeah. He just had the baby. Yeah. Uh, she was pregnant again. And you knew he was going to die. 
You just Oh, you knew it. And you knew it. But you it, knew when he was talking to him on the phone and he wanted the $1,500. That he's like, you don't treat me like that, Claps. And the baby starts crying. And then he walks up and looks at the baby. And then he walks back to the phone and calls him back and says, okay, I can do it. You know he's pathetic. Yeah. There's, there's, every, yeah, everyone had needs and everyone had well, weaknesses in this. That's what the line that um, I think Houston. sums it up was um, Doc says, "We, I think it's something along the lines of we all work for our vices or something yeah, yeah, like that." Yeah. And John Houston had mentioned that too when talking about the movie that everyone had their vices and everyone was in it for their vices. The Doc had young girls. Yeah. You know, uh, Dicks had his whole gambling and everything. Dow had Dicks. It, they all had... Yeah, and now, Brian, you had said before we'd even started that rarely had you seen a woman that was... that came across as, like, pathetic as Dahl. Oh, she as a character, and the, the actress pulled it off... Wonderfully. So beautifully. Yeah. I mean, just... It, it really was uh, just a sublime piece of acting. The, the the looks in her eyes and the and the way the she would walk away and, yeah, yeah and then come back yeah uh, the the a one kiss, that got a kiss goodbye there was there then, was a a, a needy yeah oh. the when she okay and then first of all I hope everybody knows what a clip joint is I know Brian does okay that's an old that's kind of a a pickup bar they're kind of imply they couldn't come right out and say that she was a stripper oh, okay. Dancer. I think, I think they were implying that she was a prostitute. Oh yeah, doll was a doll was a whore. She was a strumpet. However, um, when she first like, oh, they, did you hear they knocked over the the Lay Royale or whatever that clip joint or whatever, and she shows up at this place. She's totally disheveled. She's got like one false eyelash on. She pulls out the cigarette. It's all bent. Yeah. Right. You know, hey Dolly, if you're gonna smoke, you got to learn to carry matches. And then he pours himself a shot, and the look at her, she's just like, oh, I hope he just offers me a drink. And he just, he takes, and then he kind of goes like, oh, oh yeah, do you want one? You know, like, and that was, when, and Dix, I think they were trying to come across that he, they were calling him like, oh, he's a psychotic gunman or something like that. He didn't get the clue. He was clueless that Doll was totally into him. Yes. Yeah. He just, he well, did he not was, get it at all. He was a straight up stand-up guy, too, because there's so many times he could have bailed on someone who got shot or, you know, yeah. when he's hanging around with Doc, he, he's, he's, he sticks with him. He's, he never... Turned on anyone. I, well, no, I, and I, 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 the part that for a hooligan, you would think, but they, they didn't make him bright. Oh no, he no. was no, he was he was he, he had bad he, luck. He, he was dumb, and he always made bad choices. Yes, he, he made was bad the most choices. Blame, he blamed on bad of luck. All too. the characters, he, 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 he made his, bad choices yeah. if, if, that just led him down yeah. this path, and all he wanted to do. Let's was get, get out get of this get home back. scum get home. city, yeah. and I want to get home, and it, that's all it, he wanted. Get enough just, money. We just keep the black a big enough score to the, buy the phone. Farm. You just keep the black when everything be okay. As he's, you know, losing blood. And yes. and he, yeah, and he wasn't. He wasn't even greedy. No, like there were times where they were offered him oh, yeah. things, and oh, he's he, just like, no, I don't want he's that. He's giving people money. I just want to go home. He's giving Dow money. He's giving Doc money. Here's a thousand dollars. He keep fifty thousand dollars worth of gems. He's like. What am I gonna do? Well, I go to Hockham, and and they'll they'll either think to fake or they'll call the riot squad on me. Yeah. So yeah, it, you it, want your five grand? Yeah, don't worry about. Don't it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he he was not greedy. He just yeah. wanted to get home and get back to his life before all this. Well, no, that's and I think like I, I, Doc, like they have the interaction between Cobby and Dix, and Doc sees it where he's like, 
oh, I owe you 50. Well, I'll get you your money. And he's like, yeah. well, you know, for a hooligan. You bone me. Don't bone me. Don't bone me. Right. All More than anything, the one thing that Dix didn't want was... He's like, you know, whatever my reputation is, is this is what I have. Guy. I'm a straight up guy. And don't, don't go, don't, don't ever say yeah. anything against my reputation. Don't disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. disrespect yeah. me. And that was more important to him. Um, and so, from all these characters, you would say, yeah, he was the most honorable, and he just couldn't get out of his own way. But that's and then the, so so they 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 do the, the and the the thing that I love about these movies is when they're all sitting around the table and they're oh you yeah, know they're going over the hand drawn map or whatever and then. Louis and, and Gus leave, and he's like, I need to talk to you. And he's like, I think this Emmerich guy is going to double-cross us. He's like, we need to collect. He's like, don't worry, we're going to... And like, when he looks him in the eyes, he says, don't worry, Doc, we're going to collect. I was just yeah, like, yeah. motherfucker. And he knew it. Yeah. yeah. He knew. Uh, it was shady, yeah. And even uh, Marilyn Monroe was pathetic. Uh, yeah. With the cop. Yeah. Could you just come in? Yeah. yeah. Can we just talk? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and, and and then you've got Alonzo Emmerich, this, you know, like, oh, dude, I, I want to, you know, oh, he's poor? I want to be his kind of poor. He's literally, this, like, this this cash poor, like, you know, put putting on a he's front. He's in hock. He's in hock because, every, like, and I love this. I turn around, everything cost me $10,000 here, $10,000 there, and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, and he's, he's got, got people who don't even respect or anything to pay him. He's got $100,000 in debt and no one pays. He has a, and the guy the can't get it. And, and there's no fear. There's no fear behind his name. Yeah. Yeah. If he hung out with dicks more and sent dicks over there, they'd pay him. And it even shows you with uh, Marilyn Monroe when she, when it gets to the point where it literally the police are there yeah. and it's like, and she, you know, and, and she finds out, you know, he's broke. Yeah. And she still says, She's still telling so we're, lying. we're not going. Am I still going to get my trip? Yeah, yeah, Am I yeah. still going to get you'll, my trip? You'll get plenty of trips. And you're just like, oh, you know. Yeah. But but I do, she was still holding up and lying. He finally went, no, just tell him the truth. It, it's like, well, you know what? Because he, what I he had to figure David. out. He had, he had, no, no, he, what I couldn't figure out at that point is if he was a decent lawyer, even with that guy's confession, they had nothing on him. Yeah. Well, he had, there was actually, he had a great line, he has a great line like, uh... Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, I, I just the fact that he went tell him the truth, doll or whatever. You know. Yeah, but I I just couldn't. He had one guy who said that the only thing that that they could have nailed him on at that point, seriously, was that Kabi uh, had said that he gave him the money that he paid him instead of Emmerich. And if yeah. I was a decent lawyer, I would say it's not my money. This is hearsay. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, but I think you're on step 50, and I think from Emmerich's standpoint, and, and I'm not saying that, but I'm thinking that the, the pieces are now falling so in place for the police. You also got, at this that, point, 70 years of law that has changed since the 1950s. Right. But at the same time, I think that Emmerich is thinking they are, they're getting everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all this is, like, this is falling apart. They're and gonna, yeah, but they're gonna nail me because it's gonna come out that I fronted well, this, that I was aware. Anyway. No, no. I already lied about the fact that this person was killed. It's gonna come out that I was there. Yeah. No, no, I'm the guy who dumped the body. Right. Emmerich has the great line. He's like, "If I were you, Hardy, I think up a few more charges. You might be able to make oh, yeah. one of them stand up uh, if you get an imbecile jury and the right judge." Like yeah. implying, like, "Dude, I'll get. I can get out of all this." Yeah. 
but yeah, that's but what that, I mean. That's before he started reading. No, like at, the, at any point in time, he could have just gone and sat in front of the jury yeah. and said, and then, the only reason they're dragging my name into this is they came to me for money, and I said no. I wouldn't fund them. That's the only reason I can see that they would bring my name into this. I have no idea what they're talking about. To Key's about. point, then they give him Cobby's confession. Uh-huh. And he's he's ratting them out for, okay, well, I know yeah, all this. Yeah, sure. But, again, he paid no money. They don't have him on the murder. Cobby was not a, a, a witness to that. Okay. He also didn't throw out the, the chair he was shot in, so there'd be blood somewhere. Right. I, you know what? I understand yeah. that. But but what I'm saying is is that they don't have him on anything at that point. At that point, Cobby's uh, confession means nothing. It means nothing. They came to me to borrow money. I said, what's it for? They came to, they, they gave me some kind of a, a, but it sounded illegal. So I said, no, I'm not getting involved in illegal shenanigans. I'm not going inside the box here. And so they were angry at me. That's the only reason that I could see that my name would come up on this. And that's it. Then you're done. So ah. do you think that it wasn't the fact that he was that he was being arrested that that his that it was basically he just dawned on him that that on top of everything that was going wrong with his life this his his wife that was quote unquote always sick this girlfriend that basically just was just wanted him to be the sugar daddy he was also going to be under charge and he had no money is that why he did himself in I think that was why yeah. that was the sense that I I got. think that at that point he had nothing he he didn't have anything to lose except his reputation yeah. Uh, and that was and that that was going to go out the window because he was going to be brought up on charges. Right, he could have gotten out of it. I don't think it even took a good lawyer to get him off of everything that they had yeah. said. Um, I I just think that yeah, he was just done. I I just think that that was the last you could see when he says, "Just tell him the truth." Yeah, that, that he was yeah. just he's done. Yeah. yeah. He's just done with it. He's done with the running. He's done with the, he's the plan. Done with didn't work out. Yeah. And, yeah, trying to make it all work. Uh, I thought this one of the saddest scenes in the entire movie was him playing cards with his wife when yeah. she's combing her hair. Yeah, to, to try to be attractive to him, and and I just thought he doesn't have a life worth living. Yeah, you know, with all the trappings and with what everybody yeah. thinks of him, he's re, he's got nothing. Yeah, you know he what he wants from Marilyn is what his wife's willing to give him. Yeah. yeah. And he won't take it, so he's not seeing it. Yeah. Um, and he's betrayed everyone. He's betrayed, he's betrayed everyone. He has no friends anywhere. Yeah. Even like you said, the people owe him money don't don't aren't gonna pay him because they don't give a shit about yeah. him. Yeah. And the, he the, has nothing in life. Yeah. The private eye. He's involved in a murder, and it's it's. Yeah. I think that yeah, it was just. But you knew he was gonna kill himself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You as knew. Soon as went, I gotta make a phone call. As soon as he pulled out the paper, I'm like, let's. <laughs> and I didn't. See what he was writing. Uh, he was I'm writing sorry, basically uh, uh, a suicide note to his wife. wife. Yeah. yeah, and then he tore it up. Yeah, then he tore up and shot himself. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not obviously, I'm not a film historian. But when I was watching this, I got a sense like this was the, this is the blueprint for all like, in some shape or form, uh, all future. Heist films. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Like it's, it's it, this is squad the, together. This is right. It people, was I, I, betrayals. You have the Hayes Code, which, and my one argument with this movie is the whole. 
the police commissioner's, you know, rah-rah speech at the end. That was my my one entire problem with the movie. And I'm sure the Hayes... Because they're showing a corrupt cop. Yeah. They're showing a cop on the take. They had to put that in there. Yeah. Uh, Explain the Hayes Code. So, uh, there was a point where um, movies had gotten uh, a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, Pre-code. Pre-code Hollywood. If you're into pre-code Hollywood, there's nudity, there's uh, sex. Thank God they got rid of all that now. The the criminal element. Uh, There's a whole lot of that going on. Well, Hayes was a Catholic, and it was a Catholic movement that uh, basically said, we're going to shut down Hollywood. We can't have people watching this smut. Uh, And so in order to uh, appease this large Catholic group, um, they came up with the Hayes Code, which was uh, no women, um, uh, even a married couple has to sleep in separate, separate beds. beds. You never which is show why it. you had Lucy and Ricky in separate beds. And I love Lucy. Okay, you can never show a toilet. You crime every criminal had to pay. Yeah, you, you could not you could not show get a criminal away getting away with the crime. Oh, that's okay. the from so. the high school, and so that's where when we talk about the Hayes Code, that's what this is. So this, that was the predecessor to Wortham and right, on yes, comics. right. It's the same exact thing. Okay. Exactly, but Hayes Code went on. Well, Hayes Code went on for as long as the Comics Code basically did. Uh, in that, in the '60s, it started the to late break '60s, down. yeah, and, and early. And 70s the Hayes Code was breaking down then too. Um, but that's why you have like the the London films, where you normally in the original script the guys get away with it, but in order to release it in America, they had to get captured. So even in in London, in England they had the Hayes Code, uh, but you also had taking a film from America and going to Europe, you would have extended nude scenes, or nude scenes that were shot for a film that weren't released in America. Oh, okay. So you'd have, uh, it would get a little racier when it went over the pond. Um, All right. And, but just getting back to what you were saying, Dr. Rich, you finally, I finally settled something in my mind. This is the blooper. This is the granddaddy of all. This is the first get your crew together to pull off the heist movie. The second one was Rafifi. Rafifi was 55. (laughs) This was 1950. So those are the two precursors to put the team together and get get the heist done. And the next one we're going to watch is 56. I'm excited. Yeah, this was great. And I really okay, enjoyed. and we were again talking before we started recording. Yes, Doc was a dirty old man. Yes, he was. He was oh, a creepy however, German, creepy German guy before. However, squad. again, it seemed like everybody was done in by their vices because yeah. there's the great scene where the he's sitting in the diner watching this young girl oh, dance. The cops are watching through, the and room. the cops are watching, and he goes, "How long have you been here?" Two minutes. Two, two, two minutes. Two About minutes. the time it takes to play a phonograph. Yeah. If he would have just not sat there and ogled this poor gal, and he would have left with the with the driver, he would have got away. I think it was also insinuating the cops were watching the same thing. They sat there and watched the girl dance too. That's what I got out of it too. Okay. I never took I it that out way, of it. Boy, I didn't take you guys, it you guys, I didn't take it the, that way either. You guys stared at the girl too. Because you could have came in. You could have saw me in there. You could have came in and got me. You waited two to three minutes. Why were you standing out there for two to three minutes? Because you were watching the girl dance, too. Well, it could be. It could be. Interesting take. That is. That's me. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so that's what I thought he was throwing that back into their face, too. Is that... And, yes, they had to have the Ed Wood monologue. 
with the commissioner. Yes. You know, oh. Listen to this. This is going on. Sure, there's going to be a dirty cop every now and then, but these guys put their life at risk every day. And what happens? <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah, click. Yeah. Silence. Yeah. Nobody's answering the call. <laughs> sure, one out of four. I was like, holy shit. 25% of the police. You're saying 25% of the police are on the take. Yes. Uh, but what a be- oh, beautifully filmed fucking movie. It was, it was so well acted. Oh, I, the, the, I, uh, everyone's role The part perfect. that I always forget about that always gets me, and then James Whitworth won an Academy Award for, I forget for what movie, but... So they're bringing Gus into the. They've arrested Gus. They're bringing him into the cells, and yeah. Cobby's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He jumps up on the bars and grabs Grabs him through the bars throat. and yeah. grabs. Him. I was convinced. Like if I was the guy playing Cobby, I was like, "This guy is going to fucking kill me." Oh yeah. Yeah. I was completely convinced that Gus was even, totally yeah. going to kill. Like yeah. that's that's as good as acting gets. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So good. Really, I I just. Started watching this and I just had no, no pre notion of anything. Like I just you was get like sucked in. And you go for yeah, for and I'm ride. watching this and I'm like, God, you know, this is really pretty damn good. I'd seen it before, but it was a long time ago, and I didn't remember how. I think I saw it on commercial TV with commercial breaks, so you get bored. You go, especially when you're like, you know, in your teens. It's like, ah, Dad's watching this. Okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I always thought this was one of those uh, James Dean high school kid flicks. You're getting confused with Blackboard Jungle. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And and I so I never watched it. I was always All like, the I don't. Jungle stuff confuses yeah, you. Yeah, I don't. I know. I just didn't want to. Uh, You're tearing me apart. <laughs> I didn't want that. So I was like, I'm not watching oh. shit. Uh, and then you said Asphalt Jungle, and I was like, it's a heist film. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, no, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna betray my hand right now. And I want to wait till we're on the air and I can tell everybody. <laughs> and I have no clue. As you're watching it too, as I'm watching it, then all of a sudden you see Angela, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's Marilyn Monroe!" Yeah. And that's when I jumped on IMDb and I'm like, "Holy shit, this is!" And I recognized uh, Brooks from uh, Shawshank right away, and James Whitmore, and I'm like. Holy shit. Like, this is like the real deal. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, really. Okay, well, I am. I, this is one where, where I love sharing something that I love, and I'm glad all you guys liked it a lot and stuff like that. Uh, Brian, like I said, I, I've been owing you one for a while, so I hope this one, this well, one was as satisfying <laughs> as the ones we've been watching. Okay, so the guy who plays Dix. Sterling Hayden. Yeah. Sterling Hayden. He is the lead in the next film. Do you know what we're going to watch? The Killers? Yep. You might want to watch that one too, Doctor Rich. Yeah, yeah. That's Stanley Kubrick. It's oh. Stanley Kubrick's first movie. Yeah. yeah. All right, and that's got a that's got a scene in it that it, I, I rarely get shocked in films anymore. There's a part of that 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 floored me. Okay. All right. Um, I am on Letterbox with the ten best heist movies that I have ever seen. That's my only list on Letterbox. There are two five star films for me and heist movies. One of them is Rafifi. The other one is this. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, uh, it was easily. John Houston. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. That is a five star movie. I really, I'm glad that you guys really like this one as much as I did. Uh, stick with us. We're 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 knocking them out of the park on these.